Ladies and gentlemen, we invite you to have a go. Ladies and gentlemen of Rumsbottom, how do? How are you? Yes, we're back once again with Have a Go. And to bring us back, we've come to Rumsbottom. And you can't go further back than that. (laughs) Now, Rumsbottom is an industrial town which lies between Manchester and Burnley. And its chief industries are cotton and woolen spinning and weaving. Ramsbottom. <laughs> I know its other name as well. <laughs> now, it's a very, very prosperous little town, is this? Everybody in this district has got tons of money. Particularly them that live at Wormsley come Shuttleworth. <laughs> I'm not joking. I knew a fellow who lived at Wormsley-Cum-Shuttleworth. He made a fortune. He bought himself a big house out at Stubbins. And his proudest possession was a big oil painting for which he'd paid a thousand pounds. So a pal came to see him one day and looking at this huge picture, he said, Joe, he said, that's been done. He said, this picture isn't genuine. He said, isn't genuine? They put the shoulder under it and try and lift it. They'll soon change their tune. <laughs> well, the competitors have just come onto the stage, and this hall in Ramsbottom is crowded to capacity. And when I arrived here this evening, the first thing that was handed to me uh, was the printed words of this lovely song. A song which says, Welcome to the County Palatine. That welcome, wealth, that welcome, give us the hand, oh chum. Sit thee down and drop to fire, just make this help a one. There's luck and there's help, there's joy and there's wealth, if ever that pass in this way. We're lawlessly glad to see the old lad that has welcomed as flowers he may. And that brings our first uh, personality to the microphone, and she's a very charming lady with nice grey hair and a very nice grey frock. It's very nice to have you here. Yes. Will you tell me your name? Mrs. Florence Holmes. Mrs. Florence? Yes. Have a gold flow. <laughs> Mrs. Florence Holmes, where, where, where do you live? Wally Road, Shuckleworth. Oh, you live in Shuckleworth? Yes. Well, Alan, I know your missus, you said, didn't yes. you? Yes. I know there's a lot of women in this part of Lancashire, and indeed all of Lancashire, do go out to work, as well as being housewives. Yes. Do you do a job, too? Yes, I'm a bus conductress. Are you? Yes. And how long have you been doing that? Twelve years. Really? Yes. Well, tell me, what, uh, where did where your bus go to? Uh, Bury to Rottenstow, and then we have a little country room, Ramsbottom to Shuckleworth. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we get to the terminus, there's a pub at the end called the Dick of Arms. Is there? <laughs> And that's why you change your trolley. No, that's... <laughs> we have none of them now. We've only indicated. 
Well, how do you manage uh, Flo, uh, Florence, yes. Florence? Yes, yes, Florence. Well, how do you manage to do your housework as well as do a job of work like that? Well, you see, my hubby works on the buses, and one week he's on early, and I'm on late, so we switch over. Kind of thing. Sort of 50-50, yeah, eh? Yeah, That's good. And uh, you've heard me in Have a Go before ask yes. sort of all sorts of questions. Let's take one out of the blue and say, is there anything particularly uh, special that you like to eat, Florrie? Steak and onions. <laughs> well, that's not so bad, is it? No. You have a lot at steak tonight, my name's Pickles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about... Uh... Now, if you work on a bus, love, you yeah. meet a lot of people, don't yes. you? Yes. Well, uh, any sort of embarrassing moments? Oh. <laughs> yes, have a lot. <laughs> for one, for instance, during the cold weather, an old lady gets on the bus and she says to me, Have you not cold? I stout pants. I said, I have some on. She said, No, I mean them long guns. I said, Oh, no, I can't fancy myself in them. She said, Well, I'll tell you what they want to do. She says, I want to get some cums. <laughs> She says, they go out here, and in here, then they cover your hips up, and then bottom it tightens up and you took that hips off of your stocking. <laughs> Not bad advice, No, it? it isn't. And have you a sort of a, a dislike? Ooh, well, you, as you meet a lot of people, shall I say, have you got a dislike flurry about people? Yeah, bad manners. Children sitting in the bus when pe- adults are stood up. Very good. Did you tick them off for that, did you? Yes, I tried to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that conductor like you were, you know, that was in, on his bus, and the pal went up to him and said, uh, an old lady standing. I hate to see an old lady standing, don't you? He said, I will chuck her off at the next stop. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever... Have a long, Florrie, have a long to say anything to anybody, and you just, you know, you said, oh, I didn't do it, but I'd like to. Yeah. Tell it... Tell Philip Dobson where to put his duty sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, in fairness to our listeners, we should, we should really know who Philip Dobson is. He's our inspector. Oh, I see. I never asked you. No. Uh, have you any family? A uh, daughter, 22. Oh, very nice, too. Yeah. Is she caught in? Yes. Is she? Yeah. Right. Well, now, it's very nice having you, Flurry. And uh, I might tell you, we're very happy to be here in Ramsbottom. Yeah. And when we arrived here, I, uh, the policeman outside... When I arrived, he said, you know, I said, we're right glad to have you here tonight. He said, this is the most exciting thing that's happened in Ramsbottom since they put the traffic lights in. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, to, we've got to give you some tune titles. It'll be all right for you. You'll get some fight. Yeah, now, uh, uh, Harry Hustle will play them. And here's number one, Harry. Number one, and they're all animals. Off we go. You're dead right. Half a crown, Mabel. <laughs> And for five shillings, here's another animal. Listen. Oh, she keep your tail. Yeah, right, five more. <laughs> and here we go with tune number three. Big bad wolf. Yes, you're so right. <laughs> and here is the last question, which makes 38 and sixpence in all. Listen. And that brings to the microphone, ladies and gentlemen, listening, wherever you are, that big reception for a young fellow 
Indeed, he's very young, a very hefty young chap, too. Standing by my side, he makes look, me look extremely small. Uh, will you tell me your name? John Pendlebury. John Pendlebury. John Pendlebury. Whereabouts do you live, John? Oh, I live at Hawkham Brook. Oh, that's where they have the famous Hawkham Hunt. Oh, that's right, yes. And uh, do you know anything about the Hawkham Hunt? Well, not very much, no. It, um, it comes past our place once or twice, you know. But... You don't know, for instance, that King James I was supposed to have hunted with the Hawkham Hunt? No, I don't. No. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just after he knighted the loin of beef at Halton Towers. <laughs> oh, and, and, John, what's your job? Well, I'm a librarian. Oh, you are? Yes, sir. Uh, which library are you in? Well, it's the John Ryland's Library in Manchester. Well, that's a very famous that's library in Deansgate, isn't it? That's right, yes. Librarian. That's where they only uh, allow low conversation, isn't it? And, um... What sort of... Library? <laughs> <laughs> are you caught in, John? Oh, definitely not, no. You're not very old, anyway, are you? No, not yet. How old are you? Plenty of time. Sixteen. Oh, well. What made you go in for wanting to be a librarian? Well, I don't know. I saw the advert in the Manchester... <clears throat> Paper and uh, I. Uh... I mean, your father isn't connected with it in oh, any no, way. Oh no, no, he's not. You're connected. the only one in the family. That's right. Yes. Well, now, will imagine, John. Now you're a young fellow. He's sixteen. He said. Yes. Now you could go into Parliament and you could ask a question. Yeah. Now, what would you ask them? When are they going to take cheese off the rations? <laughs> <laughs> you're very fond of cheese, oh, aren't yes, you? I love it. Yes. I think you'll start courting and get that cheese about the same time. Uh, <laughs> what sort of cheese do you like best? Oh, Lancashire and Cheshire, you know. They all... I think you're a good judge. Now, here's another question to ask you and have a go, and I'll ask it to you quite out of the blue, John. Yes. Uh, do you think, uh, should the husband or the wife uh, make the early morning tea? Well, neither of them should wait till breakfast time, that's what I say. <laughs> Now, you'll imagine, John, yes. you're a smart young fella, if you were the question master, mm. you were the question master, uh -huh. and you are asking me, Wilfred Pickles, you'll say to me, like, uh, what question would you ask me? Well, what the heck made you start have a go? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, really. <laughs> I've no need to do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just the money. <laughs> well, uh, I could always starve to death. Oh, yeah. Now... <laughs> As a young fellow, what qualifications would you expect to find, would you say, John, in the perfect wife? Well, I don't know. I haven't had one yet. <laughs> well, it's not a bad answer. And jolly good luck to you. And what do you hope to become one day? A librarian of oh, some... Oh, yes, professional librarian. Yes. At any town you couldn't care less? Oh, no, I'm not bothered. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions now, John, on Proverbs. And uh, it says, you sort of answer the proverb by me giving you a lead to it. And the first question says, for half a crown, how should you cut your coat? Oh, as a cloth allows, is it? Well, not oh, to quite. the cloth. Uh, how should you cut your coat? You cut your coat. Well, all right, it's near enough. It's according to your cloth, isn't it? Yeah. Right, half a crown, yeah. Mabel. Give him half a crown. He's doing very nicely. <laughs> It'll allow him to get a bit more cheese. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what would you say, John? They say, what kind of news is good news? No news. Ah, dead right, side Bob. Now, can you complete this? And you should do, because you're, you said you're not courting. Uh, Faint heart, what? Faint heart never, never, never works at Ryland's Library. No. Faint heart never what? I don't know. You don't know? No. Oh, very no. He doesn't know. I think you'd better give him ten bob for not knowing, Mabel. <laughs> it's, uh, it's faint heart never one fair lady. Oh. Did you know that before? No, I didn't know that one. You want to look it up? Uh, now, what proverb is suggested by the following? Those ears which are not large possess organs of ear hearing which are not small. 
Well, it says there that little pictures have big ears. That's dead right, though. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home, you'll probably wonder why there should be such a, an enormous round of applause. But I did say to Mr. Bellis, who is the town clerk of Ramsbottom, that I would rather like to meet the oldest lady here. And he found her for me. And here she is. And your name is what, love? Taylor. Mrs. Taylor. Mrs. Taylor. Mrs. Taylor. Well, come a bit closer, love, and let everybody hear what you've got to say. <laughs> That's the way. I don't... <laughs> now, tell us, tell us how old you are, will you? Ninety-four. And I might tell you that she looks very smart. She's lovely silver-grey hair and a very nice coat on and some very nice beads round her neck. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Taylor, were you born in Ramsbottom? Yes. I was. And uh, how old were you when you started work? I hadn't got nine years old. And what did you do? I went in the spinning room. Well, I went to learn weaving. And then they told me I was too little. I couldn't lean over. Go on. Pardon? Go on, you talk. So I thought I was a little to weave. I'd go and try the spinning. So I went in the, in the spinning room in the mill. And how long did you work there, Mrs. Taylor? Well, I couldn't tell how long I worked at that mill. No, but I mean, how long did you work altogether? Well, I was out a few years housekeeping. Uh -huh. And then I went back to the mill. And then I came out of the mill when I was 81. What do you like to eat, best of all, Mrs. Taylor? Eat? Aye. Well, there's several things, and there's several things I cannot eat. <laughs> well, I like a bit of bread and butter, and I like a bit of beetroot to it. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes I like a pickled onion. <laughs> And do you ever like a little drink? Well, no, I don't have that. Only sometimes I'm forced to have a drop of whiskey. And you enjoy it? Yes. And uh, now then, Mrs. Taylor, you're 94, aren't you? Yes. Do you consider that the old age pensions that people like you are getting are enough to manage on? No, it isn't. And how much you, how much you think they ought to, how much you think they ought to be then? Well, it's two pounds. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do, Mabel. We'll help that old age pension. Give her the money. She's arrived. <laughs> oh, she's here. And she's beautiful. Come up, love. She's lovely black hair. 
Lovely brown eyes. Like velvet poles. <laughs> Not football poles. And she's got a mustard-coloured sweater on. I think she'd win a beauty competition with a smog mask on. <laughs> she's a bobby dazzler. What's your name, love? Maureen Dixon. Maureen? All right, Maureen. Maureen Dixon, D-I-X-O-N, eh? Yes. And uh, do you live in Ramsbottom? No, I live at Somerset. Somerset? <laughs> Somerset, Ramsbottom. <laughs> and how old are you, Maureen? Nineteen. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Come a bit closer, love. And, and what's your job? I'm a spotter in a shoe factory. You're what, love? Spotter a in spotter, a shoe factory. A spotter, are you? Oh, yeah, I'd spot the enough. <laughs> And what do you do? Well, I, um, I put uh, heels in shoes and pull them over and bang them down. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you caught in? Yeah. You're not. <laughs> say, cheeky monkey. <laughs> What's his name, love? Ken. Ken. Is he here tonight? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Don't get jealous, Ken. I'm old enough to be a father. <laughs> well, now, Emily, you're a very, very pretty girl. And tell me... Uh, looking back on life, and you've heard me ask this question many a time, what's the sort of funniest thing that makes you laugh every time you think of it? Some incident that happened in your life. Oh, well, uh, I used to help my uncle Larry in his shop, and uh, one day I was sat in, and a lady came in, and she said, uh, Can I have a tin of operated milk? <laughs> <laughs> operated milk? She said, Yes, operated milk. You know, all that there. I said, Well, I said, We've consecrated it. That's any good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever longed... You, now you must have. You're 19. Have you ever longed to sort of say anything to anybody and you just daren't do it? Something that irritates you about people. Oh, something that irritates me. When I'm in the pictures and it's getting near the end of the picture, you know, and you can tell. Well, everybody starts getting up and walking out and you can't see and you're like this <laughs> and you feel like they all sit down. Do you ever get the urge to do anything unconventional? You know, I, I mean, I'd love to kick a shop window through. Do you, do you ever get a feeling like that? Yes, I'd like to um, get eggs and squash them in the hand. We'll imagine, we'll imagine that you're, you're going to bed at night and you say, Oh, I have enjoyed myself tonight. Now, what would you have been doing? Dancing at Winter Gardens, Black Pool. Oh, <laughs> hey, I say, that takes me back a bit. <laughs> you know when you're on, isn't it marvellous on, you know, on Saturday night, you know, when you start clicking, eh? <laughs> And then you say to her, would you like a small drink? She says, yes, a small port and follow me out. <laughs> now then, look, you got you the pictures? Yeah. Right, well, now, you say you don't like people sending up with the pictures. Now, I'm going to give you eight well-known film stars with unusual Christian names, and I give you the surname, then you give me the Christian name, all right? Mm-hmm. Maureen? Right. Well, I will say to you, uh, I'll give you the, uh, the, 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 the surname. Garson. Greer. Right, and Rogers. Ginger. Half a crown, my little. Right. Now, Loy. Uh, Myrna. Bacall. Lawrence. Clive Bob. Withers. Google. Carr. Uh, Deborah Carr. Ah, that's it. Jumping along. They're doing grand. 38 and sixpence coming up. Hammond. Hammond. Um, Hammond. Hammond. Kay. Kay, that's right. Okay. Johns. Glynis. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Now we welcome to the microphone uh, another young lady. Uh, will you tell me your name? Evelyn Larson. Evelyn? Larson. 
Evelyn Lawson, and are you miss, are you missus? Missus. And were you born in Ramsbottom? Yes. And uh, have you any family as your missus? Yes, I have. I've got one little boy. And how old is he? Nine months old. Oh, you've not been married very long then? No, two years. It's our wedding anniversary next week. Is it really? Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Hope you have a nice time. Now, if you've been married only two years and you've got a little boy, how old did you say? Nine months. Nine months. Well, what would you say, Evelyn, was the sort of happiest moment in your life? Well, I, I think the happiest moments in my life, I, I think it really happened today, we'll put it. He said, Mama, for the first time. Oh, I, did it? Yeah. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> what do you call him? Peter. <laughs> Good luck, Peter. And uh, have you got this sort of ambition in life? What do you really want to do? Well, Wilfred, I think I'd like to get on the BBC if I could. Would you? Well, it's easy. <laughs> Just write and tell them you're a makeup expert from Hollywood. They'll have you on next week. <laughs> now, t- t- now, you said you want to get on the BBC. As what? As a singer. Oh, you do a bit of singing, yeah. too, do you? Right, well, I wish you luck with that. Have you got a dislike about people, even anything, as you know, sort of people in general? Anything you dislike? Or are you content with them? Well, I just don't like two faced people. No, that's very good. And when you see the one that they've got, you wonder why they want two, don't you? And, now, you know, as, as a young married woman, I'd like to ask you this question. It's not one that comes usually and have a go, but uh, you know this juvenile delinquency we keep hearing about, you know, cosh boys and kids going wrong. Now, you, a young married woman with a child, what do you think's the sort of cause of the, all this? Well, um, I should think that a lot of it begins at home. Parents not having enough control over their children. Well, what would you do to put that right? Well, I mean, my little lad's only nine months old, but if he did anything wrong, I think I should give him a good hiding or something. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're back to Ramsbottom again. (laughs) I think that's a very good answer. And have you anything at all in life that you could say, Evelyn? Oh, I couldn't do that to save my life. Oh, couldn't pick a spider up or kill one. You couldn't? No. (laughs) (laughs) Why, what what, what sort of, uh, I mean... Sort of make a shudder or something? Well, uh, well, I was once on Holcomb Hill and, and uh, I was sat in the grass, you know, how, how you do on Good Friday and times like that. <laughs> and then... Uh, oh, no, love, it's all right. <laughs> and there was one crawled up my leg and I couldn't find it. <laughs> anyway, when I got back to my sister's, she lives in Holcomb, we went there for a tea, I was sat in the big armchair and I... Suddenly felt it, you know, crawling up here. <laughs> and it, it was still living. <laughs> it, now, as a, as a young married woman, if you could go into Parliament and ask a question, what do you think you'd ask them? You could ask just one, you know, even. Oh, I think I should ask them if they couldn't bring the cost of living down a bit. <laughs> And having a husband, you must say, I love you, darling, which you do say very often, but I want you to say, I love you, darling, but. Now, what does that but represent? There must be some little thing about him that irritates you. Is there anything at all about your husband? Oh, yes. When when he's washing himself at the sink, you know, and he's splashing water all over his face like this, and it's dripping off his elbows on the floor, and I've got to mop it up. Well, look, for you, it's a jolly good answer. Let's have some tune titles, Harry, okay? And they're old timers, and let us guess number one. Here we go, and you can join in if you like, ladies and gentlemen. If you guessed it, come on, Harry.
Now, you said you want an audition on the BBC. I'm going to tell you what the fourth question is. I won't, I'll, I'll ignore the third completely. Mabel, give her the lot for this. And can you sing just a song at twilight? Mm -hmm. You can? Right, here's your chance. Here's your audition. Just a song at twilight When the lights are low And the flickering shadows So Now, I bring a lady to the microphone, and I must tell you that she had to be let to the microphone because you can't see very well, can you, love? No. Well, will you, will you tell me what's wrong with you? Well, I have cataracts growing. Oh, what's going to happen? Then? Well, if they get higher up, they'll get cut. Take an operation. You'll have an operation? Yes. Well, I hope yes. it'll be very successful. So do you. I. Um, we're living in homes. That's right. She's a nice lady. She's lovely gray hair. Tell me your name, will you? Marion. Marion. Wait a minute. <coughs> Marion Blundell. Marion Blundell. Is that spelled with two L's at the end, isn't yes. it? Yes. All right. And are you Miss? You're Miss, are you? Oh, I'm Miss. And were you born in Ramsbottom? No, I was born in Haslingden. Well, that's not so far away, is no, it? No, it was grand. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, what about a family, if you're Miss? Well, I have six daughters and one son. I have, but uh, one of the sons died and uh, one daughter's died. And have you any grandchildren? Yes, I have seven grandsons and seven granddaughters. Well, and what about your husband? Are you just you and him at home now? No, 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 no. He died in 1929 and left me with six children to bring home. Oh, you've had a struggle, haven't you? I have, but I'm still here. And tell me, uh, <coughs> tell me what you did. Tell me how you managed to bring Well, I, I worked on the railway for the 24 years and went out cleaning different places. I, I hadn't really time to do anything, honey. Just work night and day. I put my, my Wellingtons were at the bottom of my bed, side of my bed. I used to get in them at morning. You've had a hard life, haven't you? It was terrible. Well, look, I'll tell you what. That gong just warns us that it's time now mm. for the jackpot question. So, Mabel, come on, give her them. <laughs> That's <laughs> So we come to uh, the jackpot question. How much money in the jackpot tonight, Steve? Twenty-seven and fourpence halfpenny and a smog mask. Nice. Would you believe? This is the first week he's been with us, and he's dafter than me and Barney. All right. Now, are the competitors all got it down? Have they got pencils and paper? Will you put your names at the top of the paper first, everybody? Put your names at the top of the paper, and it's a very simple question, ladies and gentlemen in the audience. You won't shout out if you know the answer, will you? Because here it is: for twenty-seven and fourpence halfpenny and a smog mask. Uh, are you ready? What is the opposite of not in? What is the opposite of not in? Now.
Yes, and we, we've got the right answer from Mrs. Holt. Mrs. Florence Holt, the conductor. <laughs> and the opposite of not in is, of course, in. Have you got the money, love? Yes, sir. Well, jolly good luck to you. I'm close tomorrow. I'm watching your trolley, whatever else you do. And so we come to the end of this week's Have A Go, which came to you from Ramsbottom in Lancashire. We'll be with you again next week with another spot of homely fun, presenting the people to the people. So until then, this is your old pal, Wilfred Pickles, wishing you all good luck, good night, and cheerio, Ramsbottom! Cheerio! Yeah!